welcome to Story Route Zero. This is a podcast where friends gather to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and the strange worlds of video games. We often don't know where we're going, but that's half the fun. Come on the journey with us. Hit us up on Twitter at StoryRouteZero. You can send us an email at StoryRouteZero at gmail.com. That includes questions, concerns, comments, complaints, pet pics. Send us some recipes. Send us some stories about your day. We're going to listen. Podcast, start your engines. We have liftoff. Let's Well, Matt starts the show with music lyrics, but I'm going to start with a quote. I saw that, where you're on the island with the monkeys, and you basically make a gang of monkeys run that table on the island. That is from our resident game critic, Moose Cluel, on The Survivalist. Best description ever. (laughs) This is Story Route Zero. I'm Jason. I'm joined by Moose and Michaela. Matt is off this week, but in Matt's place, we have one half of the Horus Heresy reenactors. Carrie Honey is joining us. <laughs> I am not a member of the Death Company of Blood Angels. No, you're the Horus Heresy reenactors. That's what we. That's what I decided they are. They're the Horus Heresy reenactors. Just go with it. Uh, but I am one half of the Warhammer 40k uh, book club. Yes. yes. So there. Welcome to the show, Carrie. Longtime friend of the old show, Nerds Gone Platinum. And we finally got you on this one. Yes. Yes, there's a, been a thing called life getting in my way. I think it's been getting in some of our ways. You know, we all got something going on. So it happens. Yeah. You're the guest. How have you been? Uh, <laughs> uh, the Cliff Notes version. I mean, busy, um, frazzled a little bit. You know, just when I swore, I was like, I'm done with the gaming industry. I get sucked back in. Uh oh. So, what yeah, so. What are you doing now? Well, I am the copy editor at uh, Three Enthusiast Gaming own sites uh, daily esports pc invasion and silicon era okay so they they all keep me very busy and then somehow because i can't keep my mouth shut i would be like okay you guys are doing seo completely wrong because i own my own seo business and i started inserting myself in there and now the head of content's like huh why don't you bring that over to some other sites i'm like no (laughs) how's the podcast going oh the podcast is great you know jen and i have um we've had all sorts of different projects over the years and this is the one that we both we just randomly came to one another it's like why don't we since we talk about these warhammer 40k books every day as it is why don't we make a podcast based off of it? And it's just one of those things like, it was just like, we just love doing it. So why not record it and 
and put it on video. And her husband was like, well, yeah, I got two chicks talking Warhammer 40K. Y'all are going to do great. Um, <laughs> of course, it's like it's such a niche, niche thing and we're fine with that. We're just having so much fun with it. So it's one of those things like even if we get like no listeners and we drop off the planet, we don't care. We'd be, we'd be doing it anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. It's kind of like what we do. We just talk games anyway. Might as well record it. Right? (laughs) It works. Do anything fun over Halloween? Uh, No. So my eldest son, (laughs) a girl in his class tested positive for COVID. So we are all under quarantine. And our our neighborhood pretty much was like, ixnay on the trick-or-treating A. Because uh, they like, I know some people they had like little like front like porch parties where they just basically had candy that they just kind of had out in bowls out the front so the kids could come and pick it up, not actually go up to the doors or anything. But yeah. I just didn't want to risk any of it. So we do need that. And it's my eldest, I think it's this is technically, I think it's last year of Halloween. He's 12. He's going to get too cool for to do Halloween next year. So he really didn't care about trick or treating. It was the youngest that was the most disappointed. But then he got to wear his Halloween costume to school and they did their own trunk or treat so that he was he was just fine. He was fine. Nice. That's good. Yeah, we had my wife found like um people would mark on a map in this Facebook group if they put out tables. So kids could just go up and grab a bag of candy. That's cool. We saw a few candy shoots. People from their second floor just sending candy down. (laughs) Watch your face. Wear some safety goggles when you go to those houses. (laughs) This one house was sending like um, share size candy, like full on, like Skittles, like Skittles coming down high speed on a a slide. I'm like, Aria, back up a second. <laughs> if this thing ricochets, we ain't going to the hospital. <laughs> and I can see her just coming around and be like, what do you mean, Daddy? Bam, Boom. right in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And the little one just walked around. But same here. It wasn't a big thing. Ixnay on the brick or reach. Or... <laughs> yeah. Moose, Michaela, how was your weekend? Michaela, ladies first. Okay. Um, what 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 is a weekend? Um, I watched some football, like I do all the time. Uh, the Clemson game was actually a nail biter for once, because as I mentioned before, we got started. Um, the number one potential draft pick for the country is Clemson's quarterback, and he tested positive. So no quarterback. Uh, <laughs> It's okay. I watched uh, my team on Saturday just get rolled over. What's your team? Baylor. And I'm blaming Matt Rule for this 100% because he said last year, I am not leaving Baylor. I have re-signed. Two weeks later, I'm going to the Carolina Panthers. Like, you son of a bitch. (laughs) Trusted you. Wonder why and sports fans been, have trust issues. And Baylor's just been plagued with COVID. Like they've they have they've rescheduled four of their games already. So they're just not healthy. And I just watched TCU just roll right over them. Like, oh, 
it's going to be one of those years. But I think we've been saying that about everything with 2020. It's just, yeah. Yeah. yep. I mean, Clemson's actually been pretty healthy. I mean, there's been some injuries, but they haven't really had a COVID problem um, with their athletes testing positive for football, at least. And so it was very random and bizarre that Trevor tested positive. One player, um, the best player in college football. One player, not the team, just one player tested. Positive. Yeah, yeah. Not like like random, sporadic, like, you know, the ball boy, maybe like, you know, like an assistant coach, like a wide receiver or something. No, just the best player on the team in the country. <laughs> yeah, or one, I mean, uh, also props to Travis Etienne became the all-time leader for rushing yards in ACC history this weekend. Wow, congrats uh, to him. Yeah, so Travis is a very accomplished running back, and he put like 140 in the air as well, um, so he wasn't just rushing, and he's, he was responsible for several of the touchdowns, per usual. Um, I think he has a record, too, for scoring in the most, um, like, scoring a touchdown in the most games for the league as well. Um, something like that. You see, I'll take this from a Clemson fan, but if you were Bama, I would have already rolled my eyes by now. Oh, no. If I was Bama, I'd give you permission to mute my mic. <laughs> <laughs> that might happen next week. <laughs> yeah, next week's going to – so he's Notre Dame and I'm Clemson, and they got to play next week, and Clemson don't have their quarterback. I got to go find my Clemson hat. <laughs> There's one in the in the background of my picture. <laughs> and there's there's actually another one right there on my bed. Wow. <laughs> there's two in my frame. Um <laughs> I didn't even go there, my sister did. Um so yeah, I watched some football and then I watched if you can call it football, I watched the Patriots and basically punched myself in the face again for an entire consecutive three hours on a Sunday. Um and I got to watch my other green and gold team, the Packers, lose to the Vikings. Yeah. Like, this is just embarrassing. Yeah. At least yeah. you're not an Eagles fan. There's like two teams that are doing well did, in all of that. Did the Cowboys right? actually win? No, they lost, but still. Oh, okay. We're like, like three and what? Three, four, and one. And we're in the lead for the division. All, all three of you, hold your drinks. At least you're not a Giants fan. Yeah. <laughs> like so, so i listen to a lot of sports radio down here in, in dallas and um and basically every week it's how is the nfc east just so bad like yeah just last this. night was terrible i still i still find it funny like we like we made the joke about uh new york uh losing and that the the quarterback, like I didn't see the the replay of the video of the quarterback running and then just running himself to the point where he toppled over and fell to the ground for like no reason. And I was just like, that that's was pretty so hilarious. There was like so that's many. their season. <laughs> there was one meme. It was um, Bradley Cooper in as Chris Kyle lining up, and <laughs> as he gets down the field and trips, the shot fires. <laughs> It, yeah, it's been bad. And now we're playing Tom Brady. So at least there's hope tonight. Yeah, I actually don't even know which side of that I'd be rooting for. I would like you to take him down a peg. Go ahead. I think I don't, yeah. I think the Eagles will still have a nice spot at the top of a yep. shitty division. Five, five, <laughs> they were, they were five actually, eight and one. Even like what Troy Aikman said, he was like, you know, it's going to be crazy that 
most likely the winner of the NFC East is going to be four and 12. Yeah. I mean, it could happen. It's crazy. I think the we were talking about that, what, two weeks ago? And I yeah. think the worst record to get in the playoffs was like seven and nine. Yeah. Something like that. NFC East yeah. Oh, the NFC East is going to uh, break that record. Yeah, yo, yes. <laughs> Smash it. Yes. <laughs> I don't think so. I got I got faith in my Eagles. <laughs> the team on top of the tie, there's a team in the division that doesn't even have a name. They're just a football team. <laughs> That's Come true. The, the football team. We well, got the no, football team. There's one thing nothing. I, I texted my dad when uh, Washington <laughs> beat the Cowboys. I'm like, you guys lost to a team that doesn't have a name. <laughs> well, it sounds like an intramural team. Right. Washington. That's a great point. (laughs) So when does the team cross the picket line? What do you mean? Well, when do they have the real team? No, that's the real team name. (laughs) But you would think that they'd be able to like come up with something before the season started. You know, I mean, it's just it's just ridiculous. Have you seen the meme about how bad they are that they shouldn't be the WFT? They should be WTF. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, that's a good one. <laughs> I like that. Um, oh, I don't think gosh. any year before now has been like the NFL has been as big a source of humor as it is right now. That's, not, yeah. not since these guys, I don't remember exactly who they were, but they made the quarterbacks Facebook. That was the best year of, of football. Go there every week and read the quarterback. Facebook for quarterbacks. <laughs> it was huh. just genius. Early days of social media. Also, that yeah. actually just reminded me, Clemson, they did like, the players did like a COVID safe um, music video and they reenacted Thriller oh. for Halloween. <laughs> Very random and weird. Kind of random and weird, but that's cool. Yeah. Random um, and weird. The Pac-12 just started playing. Yeah. So like, did the uh, so the Big Ten. Big Ten, yeah. So yeah. Like, and, well, yeah, and like you got, so, yeah, so like Baylor, or you were saying that Baylor, you know, has postponed some games. They're saying like if you have to postpone a game, you forfeit it with the with the Big Ten, so because they started so late. Well, so, that I understand because they started so late. Yeah, so it's like if you have some issues and might have to cancel your game, done, you forfeit. So yeah, so Pac-12 starts. USC is already ranked twentieth. What? Well, they yeah. were they were talking about that, you know, before the Big Big Ten started, and they had I think three teams in the top ten, like Ohio State, yeah. Michigan, and I can't remember. Probably Wisconsin. Maybe it's Wisconsin. No, Ohio was State won, and I don't ju- remember. And jumped Notre Dame. Notre Dame lo- won the game and lost a spot to a team that just won their first game. I was like, what? Regardless, I think it's ridiculous that. The conference that didn't play any games gets to be in the top 10. Yeah, I agree. They have to earn their way to get into it. I agree with that. I mean, does it mean that like crappy teams like Texas will be up in there? Yes, but them's the breaks. Yeah, but they'll fall pretty quickly. Well, they already have, so let's be fair. Texas. (laughs) Michaela, anything else? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so yeah. that was the long 
talked about football. That was the football that. portion of the show, ladies and gentlemen, your sports ball. We don't have Matt here to be like, okay, that's enough of that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I ran some errands this weekend, including to pick up my pre-order for the PS5 3D wireless um, headset. Um, I, I was you were going to say, you know, my PS5. <laughs> Yeah. Or <laughs> no. I was like, wait a the, second. <laughs> yeah. So the accessories ex- uh, release on Friday. So like oh, okay. controllers or the wireless headset or whatever, those released. Um, so I was able to pick up the headset, although I couldn't go on Friday because, you know, it's October 30th. Why not? We had our first snowfall of the year. Wow. <laughs> like That's actual crazy. snow, not even just like a dusting that doesn't stick. We had three inches of snow on Friday. <laughs> Yeah, Je- Jeff had texted us in the morning, and every response was "fuck you." Yeah, yeah, it's like, no, no. what is this? Get away. Like, get it away from here! I don't want to know what it is. Get out of here. Yep, I honestly didn't believe. Like, we've had snow on or right around Halloween before, but it's like twice a decade that happens, and it was this year. Um, so we had snow. And then I went to go get the, the headset. I haven't tested it out yet. I'm kind of just waiting another 10 days to, cause like it, you're not going to get the full effect of what that 3d audio design is supposed to be without um, the PS5 and the games that support it. So like yeah. Demon Souls, Miles Morales, stuff like that um, is going to sound really cool. It's really comfortable and I have a very small head. So a lot of, I have trouble with headsets slipping right off the back of my very small, very round head. Mm-hmm. Um, but the and it's not one of those ones where it like adjusts up and down it's got that like band across the top that just like molds to your head and it actually works pretty well um so comfortable design hoping that the audio output matches it and i will be not doing like a serious hardware review i don't even know if i'll put it in article form for obelisk or i'll just cover it on twitter um but one thing that i have had requested and i am very conscious of in the industry is to talk about accessibility so like, how does the headset work if you are hearing impaired or anything like that? Um, so we'll be talking about that on social media, uh, you know, in two weeks, basically. Um, so then I'm assuming you scored a PS5 pre-order? I scored, yes. I said I got two actually and sold one to Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get one. She's a wheeler and dealer. <laughs> was aggressive i did well the one that's coming to me i got into the that like pre-registered sony invite program thing that they did okay i did that and i never got in my invitation Mm. yeah yeah jason and i that's how we got in so we got lucky although i got in faster than he did he had to wait what like 30 minutes in that queue something like that yeah you got it the it said and she's like i'm in i ordered i'm like what it's two minutes I, it the way they handled it was just ridiculous. Same with yep. Xbox. It wasn't all, just Sony. And well, so we're back, we're I mean, back. the big problem with the PS5 was because somebody got a hold of uh, the actual code to have the PS5 in your cart and Amazon, and they put it out on Reddit. So Amazon was sold out before they officially even went live. I actually did get an Xbox. I went oh, through. Nice. I went through Microsoft, and apparently that's where nobody went, and I easily got one. Yeah. After trying at Target and watching it disappear out of my cart, I'm like, 
the I think Target had to be one of the worst. And same for both for both consoles. Oh yeah, because it took forever to load. It said added to cart. You'd go to cart. Cart's empty. No, yeah. you just told me it was in there. Carrie, did you I get the top? The Xbox, or did you go with the lower end one? Which which version? Uh, did you I go got with? the Series X. Like okay, I so really waffled on it, but it's like you know, I'm just thinking that they'll probably be the better one. Now the kids got the smaller one for Christmas. Oh, proud longevity! It'll live longer. They don't probably. know the difference. Yeah, and they won't. They got know. an Xbox for Christmas. That's all. Yeah. Like. Well, yeah. that and I just was like, you guys are gonna get the small one mainly because it's super cute. I just want to see it. <laughs> Yeah, I like the design of that. I would totally pick that up as a secondary console if they um, put out some like compelling exclusives or something. Heck, uh, even even to like have it for Game Pass to try games and then be like, oh, I like this game, buy it on PS Five so I can get the trophies. You know, later on down down the line, that might be something I do. You know, get the low end one just to be able to try games on Game Pass. So. Well, yeah, after I got the Xbox Series X, because I was really confused because, you know, the PS4, probably for all of y'all too, was my console this last generation. Yes, I had an Xbox One, but those became more of my exclusives. But when I got the Xbox Series X, I was like, okay, now I'll look a little more seriously at their Game Pass. And, you know, with looking at, you know, bundling it in with gold that I already have and, uh, now they got EA Play. Then they, you know, now we also got Bethesda and Obsidian in there. I'm like, you know, at this point, it's almost stupid for me not to. Mm-hmm. Game Game Pass. Even if you play two like big games for the year, right? It's paid I mean, itself. It's, yeah, yeah. Especially the ones like there's a bunch that's. I mean, usually when they get on there, they stay on there for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, like I mean, eventually they leave, but it seems to be at least you have a significant amount of time to play it, you know? And then like, it's, if it's a game you like, you just put it on your, um, you just put it on your sale watch list or something like that, you know? Okay, that it? I have no idea anymore. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Moose, go before we... <laughs> How was your weekend, uh, My weekend was uh, good. I pretty much, well, I went to the mountains uh, to see the father-in-law's birthday was the day before Halloween. So I hung out with him and the wife and ran the dogs like crazy, playing fetch and running around with them. And then um, yesterday I was supposed to clean up the leaves in our yard and it decided torrential downpour over the night. So I was like, well, that's out the window. So it was it was not really that eventful of a, a weekend, but um, it was still a good one. It was nice, you know. Starting to cool, starting to cool off. It's getting cooler down here in North Carolina, but you know, I think today it was like sixty, like 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 low sixties, and it it hasn't been that temperature in a while during the day. Like when I go home to work, like usually it's like. 65 70 and now it's like in the in the early 60s and it's like we're definitely in winter and okay i'm gonna go back to it snowed on friday i know i know but but, okay, I'm but down like in you're used texas, to texas okay and it was 35 all last week oh wow see that's that's crazy 35 <laughs> and raining so it's like it never got cold enough to even snow it was just miserable that is miserable weather yeah. And it's oh, it's sixty. 
know. I'm going to give you shit because my sister's in the same area and she's like, it's cold. And I'm like, shut up. Well, I give, I, I actually just say the temperatures on the show just so I can rub it in Marco's face because he's always like, I would kill for like 60 because he's in Florida and he's like, it was 85, 90 the other day. And he's like, it's November because he's from, he's from uh, the Chicago area. And so he just, he hates the heat in, in Florida. So I always just rub it in his face. <laughs> how cool it's starting to get here but yeah other than that uh you know it was all right uh it was a good weekend yeah yeah we had halloween we had an open house which you don't realize how much stuff you own so you have to put it away (laughs) but in a manner that people need to open like closets and doors and you don't want shit to fall out so it's like we put everything away and then we unpacked last night and then this morning the realtor texts us hey someone wants to see the house tomorrow <sighs> yeah yeah they're yeah. it's like no, no 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 if they look they buy that's it no more it's pretty much that's pretty much how it works when your house is on the market it's oh it's a disaster i've gotten a phone call in the middle of folding laundry they said they want to be there in 20 minutes i'm like yeah talk about taking my laundry and shoving it into drawers <laughs> do they want to see the house as it's occupied or they like lived to- in do they want to see how it's going to look when they live there because <laughs> we could do lived in that's easy yeah yeah Get my kids two minutes <clears throat> flat yeah we'll be lived in but yeah so we took the girls to the zoo to kill time it was good till it poured. Then it's like, okay, we're going. But that was the weekend. On to games. Or no? Nah. Yes. Yeah. We're talking about games. Yeah. Carrie, what games have you been playing? Uh, not what I would like to play. I mean, if I had my choice, I would still be playing a lot of Division 2, and uh, I didn't touch the third season, man. <laughs> and uh, Animal Crossing. I'm hopelessly addicted to Animal Crossing. This is the first Animal Crossing game I've played more than six hours of. I've probably mm-hmm. put in over 100, and I'm still logging in every day and finding crap to do. Um, but the most game I recently played was I reviewed... Hold on. So embarrassed to even say it. Pixel Pixel Puzzle Makeout League for Silicon Era. <laughs> I saw you playing that and I'm like, she is short. Every time I've been playing like Hades, I see you log on and start playing. I'm like, what is she? I'm like, what's she playing? <laughs> so um have any of y'all played uh, Murder by Numbers? Yeah. Seen it. Okay, I highly recommend that game. Because okay. well, it's funny because I love I love murder mysteries, but basically, it tries to do what Murder by Numbers did, mm-hmm. but suck at it. It so basically the whole premise behind it is these pixel puzzles. Like if you've ever played P Cross, you know these types of puzzles that you do. But instead, it tries it tries to shoehorn them into a superhero dating sim, and and the superheroes okay. are. They have the most useless superpowers ever because you have Pixel Girl who can solve these puzzles super fast. You have Sudoku 
I'll just let that one go to your imagination. And chess and crossword. And then you have a literal jigsaw puzzle piece named Pisia, who's an alien from another planet. <laughs> yes. All righty then. For those interested, Pixel Puzzle Makeout League is available. <laughs> it, oh. it, it is available. Um, I think, what, like last Friday mm-hmm. when it came out, but yeah. <laughs> Whole time I'm playing not... this, I would take screenshots and send them to my EIC. And it's like this art is bad, and you should feel bad for making me play this. <laughs> That's the way to do it. It didn't come across the um, new releases for me, unfortunately. <laughs> I am so not surprised. So I mean, and I've played some games that have like a story shoehorned into gameplay. You know, they're usually not very good. This one's just—I don't even know what you were trying to do with it. And but one thing I will say about it is at the very end, it did take a twist that most dating sims do not have, and that was interesting. Mm-hmm. But it none of it held any water. So I was like, yeah, this is you guys. I think what happened was they wanted this certain ending. <laughs> They're like, we want this ending. We want Pecross puzzles. How can mm. we get there? <laughs> and this is what they came up with. I mean, bonus points for the title. I mean, it's pretty cool. There is no making out, though. Uh, <laughs> I, no words. My, my words have failed me. <laughs> Oh yeah, when it was assigned to me and I saw the title, I said, no, wait, what now? And she's like, yes, I need you to do this one for me. Because nobody else wanted team. it. Yeah. I'm like, yes, I can see why nobody else wanted this. It's like they took inspiration from Birds of Prey and the fabulous emancipation of Harley Quinn. It's like, let's come up with a ridiculous title for a video game and include words that don't even apply to the game. Yeah. I mean, it's super fascinating watching Sudoku use her powers to save the world. Sudoku puzzles are tough. Spoiler, it was not interesting. (laughs) Steer clear of it, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) (laughs) I I have this, like, morbid curiosity that I have to at least look up gameplay video. I kind of want to watch a video. Yeah, I want to. Really, all you need is screen. Okay, so the like gameplay video is going to be boring because all that it is is you solving puzzles, and then uh, and then it's going to be you know uh, visual novel esque dialogue going back and forth. So, just go look at screenshots, enjoy the terrible art, um, be horrified by some of it, decide for yourself if what she actually does is jigsaw puzzle sex with Pisia. I say it is. My EIC's like, yeah, it is. And then my other, other friend's like, no, why are you saying that? It's like, because I have to find enjoyment in this game somewhere. <laughs> I'm going to do it fine. And if I have to play this route where I'm romancing a friggin' jigsaw puzzle piece, I'm going to have fun with it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh- it just, it's just like, yeah, it looks like, yeah, the art is bad. Yeah, the art, the art is bad. Like, wow. 
As everyone breaks out their switch and looks up the game. Well, I looked it up on my phone. Because <laughs> it's probably faster than the switch. I know what the thumbnail is for the episode. <laughs> oh, I can send you some pics. I, I will uh, send you the puzzle piece sex. Uh, I mean, it started strong. I mean, Division 2 and then Moose would have went off on a tangent for three hours. But I shut up. Notice how I shut up. And then Animal <laughs> Crossing, I would have let that go. I picked, and I was like, huh, all right. We really... <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that was my taking it for the team for 2020 for Silicon Era. Now, I know you were a big Assassin's Creed Odyssey fan and mm -hmm. Origins. Are you excited for Valhalla? I am. Uh, Will that be an early pickup for uh, the Series X? Uh, no, I already pre-ordered it for PS4. Okay. So... Um, you know, so whenever I do get a PS5, I can, you know, easily upgrade because unless, I mean, yes, I'm excited about the Game Pass offerings and everything for the Xbox, but unless something major happens, like, so two generations ago, let's go back even further, PS2 era, the PS2 was my console. And then the next generation, I really wanted it to be the PS3, but it ended up being the Xbox 360. And I was like, well, I'm just going to stick with Xbox because nothing's going to change my mind. And I got an Xbox One and a PS4, and then PS4 became my console. So I'm really curious to see what's going to happen this time. Uh, because I kind of noticed that it's a case of, like, which company gets too big of a head <laughs> yeah. this, this generation. Because right now, Microsoft is like, dude, we've been on the bottom we're giving you Game Pass. We're doing this for you. They even have like a pretty <clears throat> awesome payment plan option for the Xbox, which is really, really cool. So they're doing whatever they can. And I have a lot of, it's really funny, I have a lot of PC gaming friends who are like, oh, I haven't even touched my PS4 because I can play all the Xbox games on my PC. So I'm an Xbox player. I'm like, well, you're really not. <laughs> you're just, <laughs> you're just, you're using the PC and that's fine. But I mean, but so far, like my console of, preference right now is going to be the ps5 just because i've liked the ps4 so much but yeah so that, that's what i already pre-ordered it on i actually debated i actually sat there with the pre-order page forever like which one should i do because i'd already gotten the xbox x like no i'm going to listen to my heart i'm going to pick the ps4 but i expect well, I don't know what to expect. I would love for it to be as engaging as Odyssey was for me. The only problem is like with Odyssey, I'm a huge Greek mythology nut. So any place she went, I was texting friends going, oh my God, I'm in Thebes. And they're like, yeah, who cares? I'm like, I do. Um, <laughs> like I'm, I'm in Odysseus' old castle on Ithaca. How cool is this? And our friends was like, yeah, that's, that's nice. That's really nice. Of course, I did the same thing whenever I reviewed um, Rise. Does anyone remember Rise from the early Xbox I One? Do because I, I'm, I mean, I took Latin for years, huge Roman history buff. So I was just going nuts about all the stuff in there. So, I mean, I'm not, I think the Norse era is interesting. I'm not as up on my Norse mythology and history as I am with Greek or Roman. But I like learning, and this 
could be fun. And I like killing people for no reason. That's kind of what Assassin's Creed has turned into, which is fun. So I'm looking yeah. forward to I mean, I Ubisoft has a formula with their games. And you either like that formula or you don't. And I like it. Plus, you'll need a third platinum, right? You have Origin, Odyssey. You have I to have go the for platinum and Origins. I actually never finished Origins because uh, Origins came. So I never. So I didn't review Origin, and then um, when I got the game, there I have a huge stack of unwrapped games because of my game reviewing career. Because <laughs> wow. I get these games and be like, yay! And then something else would happen. Like, okay, never mind. So like. Still haven't yeah. finished, still haven't played The Witcher 3, Near Automata, Dishonored 2. Um, those are just the ones I'm thinking of on top of my head. Oh, um, Ghosts of uh, Ghosts of Tsushima. Tsushima. Bought that. Yeah. Haven't even started it because I've been so busy. I, I can picture you're about to open the plastic on Ghost. Hey, can you review Picture Puzzle <laughs> Make Out League? <laughs> sure. Well, Ghost will definitely be something to check out uh, when you get a PS5. I mean, it was mm -hmm. fantastic. Ghost, actually, the fast travel system worked so fast that they had to slow it down on the PS4. So on the, PS, on the PS5, it's like, whoa, 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 guys, we got to slow this up even more now. <laughs> I can't read the tips. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How do like, we have two? That was a literal complaint. Yeah. I'm not sure that's such a bad thing, though. I mean, it's no. no I mean, it's, you know, you compare the elevator ride and massive the first Mass Effect. Oh game, my so. god. <laughs> or Horizon Zero Dawn, the first time you load in. Okay, load the game. Let's go do laundry. Make dinner. Worst load screens still go to FF15. If you ask me, you can literally go order and receive a pizza in the time that you can fast travel somewhere you probably could have just walked if you weren't. Late. So one thing I learned about Horizon Zero Dawn was that when you started the game, you don't play mm -hmm. anything else. You just keep that in rest mode because you don't want to start it up again. Yep. And you don't die because. <laughs> yeah. Because then you're like, well, I might as well have just started a brand new game. <laughs> yeah. I think when I reviewed Just Cause 4, it was like that too. The yeah, loading just, times were yeah. so bad. And I was like, well, I've never been more motivated to not die in my life. Three, <laughs> three was actually worse than four. Uh, when Just Cause 3 first came out, it was, we're talking solid minutes between. Like, and Just Cause has all those challenges. So like you'd miss the gold medal by a half a second. Like, well, I need to restart this four minutes later. Okay, you ready to start? <laughs> like, yeah. what was I doing? But, well, that's good. Glad you at least got one next gen console coming your way. Yeah, that's cool. They're saying there's gonna be very limited stocks on Black Friday in physical retail brick and mortar type situations. It's gonna be scary though. I'm not gonna People are gonna be cutthroat. No, no, I'm I'm not gonna no. I'll I'll wait. You know, uh we had the same issue with what was it, the NES classic? Mm -hmm. And I waited 
And even though they're like, we're not making any more. Well, I happened to catch the next wave. And that's just what I'm going to do with the PS5. The difference is between the PS5 and the NES Classic is that Sony's like, we want to make people happy. Whereas Nintendo's like, we like to drum up hype. Yeah. Yeah. And create our own shortages because it's fun. Working well for us since 1985. <laughs> I mean, if you're not going to play anything at launch on PS5, is it the end of the world if you don't get it? No, and I can't really think of any PS5 exclusive that's coming out immediately that I want. I mean, yeah, so we got, you know, was it Cyberpunk 2077 and Assassin's Creed and, you know, any of these other games that will upgrade. Yeah. But well, Spider Man coming to both. Right, right. Yeah. And so but that's really not, Demon Souls. But that's not enough for me to be like, I'm so mad I didn't get a PS5. So what, it's not Bugs Next? You're not dying for Bugs Next? I'm not dying for Bugs Next. It's free, though. It's free. <laughs> I mean, let's we'll play it for free. It looks Ooh. cute and all, but. Yeah. Yeah. My time is getting so limited. Between reviewing games again because I'm stupid and uh, my podcast says I'm always reading something. Uh, I will say, Moose, so I didn't start Division 2 until the pandemic. Because I was like, well, I'm shut in. Might as well play this. Might as well play a game about the pandemic or a pandemic. <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-huh. There's so many times the game said things that I have thought in my head. I was like, no, no, it's not okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. How did you know this two years prior? <laughs> Were you did you enjoy it? So obviously you, you did you do season one and two? Okay, I missed out season one because by the time okay. I finished the game, season one was already over. And so it kind okay. of makes me mad because now I have this collectible for it that's just gonna stay empty. Yeah. Yeah. This is gonna hack me off. But uh I mean I guess I have like my gripes, you know, just some of the repetitiveness with the seasons, like okay, I'm really tired of playing the same mission over and over again. Mm-hmm. But yeah, same it time gets, though, sometimes you just want to go kill some people for no reason, and Division fulfills that for me. Yes, you, it does. Have you done the summit? I no, I haven't even touched anything in season three. But I don't know if I'll do the summit because I think that you'll really need a clan for or a really big nope. no. You can just match make with people and just go have fun. Yeah, yeah, but that means playing with other people. You could add me and play with me. <laughs> I play. I I was just playing before the podcast. <laughs> we haven't gone a week uh, without Moose mentioning the division. I I just listened to the old episode from last week. I didn't play the division this this past week. Okay, three hours later. <laughs> I played yesterday, but I didn't play for the rest of the week. Right. Look, it's not his fault. It's a great game. Okay. Right. Right. It it's got it's got good hooks. That's why I told people it's my destiny because I never got into destiny. I I can agree with that statement because like I tried getting into destiny, didn't work. I tried getting destiny two, didn't work. And I'd rather do division two than than destiny two. Well, I was laughing at, so I got to preview the alpha for destiny and, you know, and I knew it was by Bungie, the same guys who did Halo. And as I'm watching the enemies move the exact same way the elites do, in uh in halo i was like okay you couldn't be creative at all we you know we got tired of making this game about killing aliens we made another game about 
aliens. killing aliens. Yeah. Totally different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I just and I have friends who are super hooked. Like, oh my gosh, like the editor in chief at PlayStation Lifestyle, I think he has six hundred hours or something like that into Destiny. Destiny hey. two. Not just Destiny, but Destiny Two. So Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, Jeff was up there. I think it was around 400 hours for Destiny 2. Yeah, he did play that a lot. He did. You I mean, you get the thing is you do get lost in it. Like as right. you're you just you're playing like there's so much you travel planet to planet yeah. like, just yeah. killing stuff and then before you know it it's like 4 a.m. and you're like fuck. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what Division 2 has been. Yeah. If I, just, if I I can't play it at night anymore because I'm like, okay, I'm really done with this. But then you hear it's like, wait, I don't think I have that collectible. And then the next thing you know, you you get in the middle of this firefight and you get killed and you're like, oh, I don't think so. And you're going to go back and go get revenge on him. Yeah, it's just. And then on your way back, ooh, piece of candy. Right. Pretty, and kind of, yeah. I mean, so I, I have 200 hours into that game, which is insane considering I didn't start it until March. Yeah, that is pretty crazy. I regret nothing. nothing. I like I like being able to play games on my own time. It's nice. Yeah. It's a good hobby. I need to stop reviewing shit. That might be a good hobby too. <laughs> Just say no. <laughs> I tell Jason to stop all the time. <laughs> yeah, but he doesn't listen. <laughs> Anything else? Mm. Nah, nothing worth mentioning. Michaela. You missed last week, so I did. Um, I haven't been gaming a ton, but I did play. I so I mentioned this last time I was on, so week before last, I did start Ori, and I played a little bit of that, the second Ori, I should say, um, on the Switch, and um, enjoying that. I think I mentioned already, it's a bit more into the Metroidvania side of things than the first Ori was because it is more combat focused, um, with the ability to pick up different weapons and equip abilities with different attacks. Um, so there is more of an action to the action platformer formula in the second Ori game, which I am enjoying so far. And of course, it's just, it's pretty. No other reason to play it. beautiful it. music. It's pretty. Everything's about it pretty. I love the music in those games. It's like, yes, it'll punch you in the heart, right? The feelings, because it's like, look at these sad animals. Now we're going to make them sadder. <laughs> you have to beat the game to unmake them sad. So, um, oh, okay. Yeah, I never finished the first one, but I played the opener, and I was like, I'm already like, this is not nice. Don't want to cry on this start. And then I never finished it, and my first time seeing it completed was during uh, Games Done Quick. Someone did a speed run of it. And of course, they're all making jokes and laughing at the end. I was like, this is not funny. It's not funny at all. He came back. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the ending is, yeah. The, yeah. And then they start out, they, they take a a character related to the first game's villain and put it into the second game in a really interesting way um, that I will not spoil. But I've talked about, I have a gripe with the ending that has nothing to do with the story in the first game. Um, I beat the, so each, there's four chapters in Ori, uh, the original, and they're all escape sequences to finish the chapters and they're really tough. Like Celeste gave me arthritis, Ori, the escape sequences came close to doing it as well. Um, and right when I beat the fourth and final escape sequence, the game crashed and I had to redo it. Like uh, literally the end cutscene uh, starts playing crash. Oh, uh, I hate those. That seems to be some stability issues with the Switch. 
I think uh, Ori was the second one at least was also buggy when it just launched for Xbox and PC too. Like people were having serious frame rate issues and stuff when it first launched, Mm -hmm. if I remember correctly. Um, But so far, nothing nothing's happened um, with the second one at least for me on Switch in the few hours that I've played it. Um, And then the other game. So on my PlayStation, I've been playing. I started The Outer Worlds since the last time I was on here. That's another one. That's bought not played (laughs) yeah see yeah i literally just well i got it for christmas last year and it's been sitting all year and my goal so every year i try to push myself to get into a genre that i don't typically play um and this year it's fps so okay yeah i don't play fps so like i played titanfall with a friend well titanfall 2 with a friend and then i picked up borderlands which i know these guys are going to they are patiently waiting for me to play but i did play remnant first it was a question of which one of those was going to happen first um, we all voted remnant first yes i know <laughs> i literally had to buy remnant and i already had borderlands 3 <laughs> um but that was a good decision i enjoyed that um but yeah outer worlds is um is fun it's definitely i've never played like a fallout game i've watched other people stream it and stuff obviously i know what fallout is but i've never played a fallout game or anything like that or from a studio like i don't own any bethesda games or anything like that um so this is a new experience for me um and i am enjoying it the gameplay feels good like i don't know what a good shooter feels like obviously but um gameplay feels good to me i like the different guns that i've found and melee is perfectly viable which i appreciate because sometimes i can't aim and i just want to walk up to something and hack it in the face and it's perfectly viable um and the 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 world the artwork the color is just really beautiful i like the, i like a lot the the way that the world and the setting looks the characters a little less so i think that's one of my bigger problems with the game Maybe it's because it's a first-person, like, RPG that's got a heavy emphasis on dialogue trees. Um, and I like that in t- the, the way that you choose to progress a conversation may or may not unlock different side quests for you. I like that kind of organic gameplay. But because so much of it is focused on talking to these characters with, like, a big first-person lens on them, um, how robotic and stiff the character animations really comes through. It's really noticeable because every two seconds the character will move. And it's like one of those movements that serves no other purpose other than to be like, oh, people don't stay completely still. This one should move every couple seconds so that it looks like a facsimile of humanity. But it comes off. Oh, Obsidian. (laughs) I love their games, but. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying, I really like how pretty it is. I like the world. I like the gameplay. I like the, the dialogue itself. Um, although the voice acting can be a little hokey as well. So like the character animations are pretty jank and the voice acting can be very hokey with one exception. The first character that you can recruit to be like your partner and will follow you around on whatever missions, her name's Parvati. She is voiced by Ashley Birch. So Mm. top notch right there. She can just stay with me for the whole game and make, make the voice acting tolerable. Um, but so, um, trying to think. Uh, I've kind of just, I'm not super far. I'm only a few hours into it and I'm at a point where I have to make my first like major-ish decision on which, so like basically um, the whole idea of this world is that it's kind of like the corporations are going to take over. They're very bad. You don't trust them. They'll own your soul and then like you literally have to pay for your own grave plot um, 
and if you die and your grave is unpaid for, like the other workers have to pay for it for you or else the whole town is going to be punished by the big corp. Um, it's a little too nail over the head. It's like, there's no subtlety. There's no chance that like, maybe there, no, the corporation is evil. Um, that was so like I'm the a, one complaint I heard about the story was, yeah, was like a little like, too nail on the head. Yeah. Um, but so I would have liked to see some more nuance and subtlety with that, where there is that moral gray area of like, maybe no. Um, so I have to make my first major decision in a quest line where it's like, uh, do I side with this town that's, you know, and the representative from the corporation, or do I side with this like outcast group that left the town and is mooching off their power supply? Um, and basically your decision is shut off the power supply to the town or shut off the power supply to this like cell. Um, and it's like, I'm not, I, I don't feel for the corporation. And so long as I can still get what I need out of this mission, I don't mind screwing them over. So that's probably where that's going to wow, go. Look at you rolling true neutral. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, have, I have trouble with RPG games like that, where I'm always afraid to do anything like too extreme. I always do like the moderate response to everything. Is your character middle ground or super intelligent or super, super stupid? Which is an option in, in yeah, the other world. Yeah, I didn't do that. I didn't, there there's actually, balance. there's a playthrough for the super stupid uh, way of life. Um, the game's cutting less than half. It's probably maybe a quarter of the length of the time if you mm -hmm. pick this route. Because you just make, like, it was like, turn that switch on. What's the switch? That thing over there over where it's like wow they really fed into that <laughs> but, it, but it was it was when i i didn't finish that playthrough when i did it but it was kind of cool that you totally different dialogue opened up from this neanderthal that you're playing as now like this mm -hmm. whole set of options and it's like oh or like you could just do things and nobody like thinks the wiser you're like oh okay and just knock someone out well, I thought you said hit him. <laughs> no, hit him up for money, not hit him. <laughs> oh. That's kind of fun. Why is Bob laying on the floor face down? <laughs> oh, he said hit him. Because <laughs> there's <laughs> actually a point in the game where you have to decide something, and it's a trophy, but you only can have it if you've gotten to this point as the low intelligent. Like, it says, like... Mm -hmm. I, without spoiling it's and it's like you do this and then it's literally credits roll and you're like wait a minute <laughs> did the game actually just end there nice. yeah i definitely think they've got a lot of clever ideas and you can see that in the way that the di like i said i think the dialogue itself is the most in-depth mechanic of the game as far as like again i can't really judge this like i never know if shooting mechanics are good unless somebody else complains and like they're like they're, this this game sucks or whatever and i'm like sure okay i have no idea um, it's I'll good. stay over here with my turn-based RPGs. I, as as a fan of shooters, it's the thing is it's it's slower. You're not going to have a like a firefight like in Division or Destiny where you're just like it's going to be over relatively quick. Like or if you're sniping someone, they're going to be sniping you. So it's one of those who pokes their head out first and just takes pot shots. But it's not the so it does feel good. They they did do a good job on that. 
I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't classify it as like, I wouldn't put it with shoot like remnant. It doesn't, it's a different feeling because it's a different style, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, as somebody who doesn't really play a lot of FPS games, like before this year, I hadn't played one since I did an Overwatch free weekend in 2017 was the last time I, I, I touched an FPS game. Um, mm. and so the fact that it is even accessible to a noob like me probably speaks well to the mechanics behind the game. Um, but yeah, I just wish the, study, the, the story was a bit more nuanced and the characters themselves were a little less robotic. Um, but otherwise, I'm enjoying it so far in terms of the, the gameplay and just exploring the world. The load times are not the best, unless they fix them. Uh, I haven't really fast traveled much yet, and I don't think I've died yet, so I haven't really dealt with it. There's a lot of, oh, I took the wrong companion. Oh, there go was the ship. times to go in and out of the town. I didn't like that. Like, it's like, it feels like it's open world, but then you get to, like, a, a like a major city or a town or something, and you have to go through a load screen to, like, walk it's, into the town. It's like know? a Fallout. It like feels like fallout. a gen back. It's like Fallout 4. It's all open, but, oh, enter this building, load screen. Enter yeah. the building, load screen. I'm like, yeah. okay, this I would have expected five years ago, but right now? <laughs> but, yeah. So really just those two. That's it. That's all I've been playing. Moose? Lots of Hades. Uh, playing that. Forger. More of that. And then I'm back into Zelda for a little bit. I have two playthroughs. I have my main playthrough and then my Japan account. I have a playthrough because Nintendo hates its customers and only gives you one save for an account per the game. And I'm like, what are, what are you doing? Just give me multiple save slots. It, it's like no big thing, you know? Um, I don't even know if they've even been asked why they did that and what their reasoning is for it. But um, the reasoning is because it's because yeah, Nintendo. Nobody, nobody asks Nintendo. Nintendo the questions because they know they're not going to get an answer. They've learned. right, right, yeah. exactly. Reasons. <laughs> Nintendo. That's the answer. So I've uh, been playing that. Uh, Division two, season three dropped last Tuesday. So polished off the manhunt for that. Um, I think the league, the new league, starts tomorrow. So that should be fun. And have two weeks to do that before the next manhunt, and then that's the final manhunt before. Well, I should say the bounty before you do the final manhunt for the season. Uh, but um, yeah, uh, tweaking my build, having fun with that. Like you know, Carrie said, shooting people in the face. Sometimes it's just nice to like kill people, and you know, I still, I still, I. I will. I think I'll die on the hill of saying the pestilence is the best gun in the game because you just shoot people and just you know watch them die. You just life watch their life tick away and like you. Know, I, when I play with muffins, I say it all the time. I'm like, you're gonna die before I reload because my reload's like five seconds with the pestilence, and I'm like, that guy is dead before I even I'm able to aim down sights and shoot at him some more. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there's a funny story with that so moose i was in the party and moose was playing with our friend muffins and his challenge was to do damage to someone who was burning or bleeding and he's like hey when moose turns into chris kyle i don't even have a chance to shoot anyone moose walks in the room and 10 people die 
Yeah, with the, yeah, with the pestilence. I'm just like, I'm like, all right, I won't run it. I'll run the Bullet King, okay? So that, you know, they because like we're playing on a difficulty where it's like, we're playing on challenging and we play with directives and it's just, you know, it's so it's challenging to a point, but it's not like bang your head against the wall where you're like, I just want to stop playing now. And so like, you just, I just shoot one target and then hopefully if he if I'm shooting him for six seconds, it stacks the true patriot. And then if he dies, he blows up in an explosion of death, which kills everything around him. And then the pestilence jumps to somebody else. And it just keeps it's just a nice little dot spiraling effect. And you know, I still don't out damage him because he has a damage bill, but I think when he runs his true patriot bill, we're par for par on on damage. But my survivability is way higher than his because we were we did the summit. And the summit's actually pretty cool because you can pick, like uh, you can target pick your target loot for when you're playing it. And so if you're trying to like min max like a certain gear build, like the true patriot, like I am, so I decided to try and find new pieces to change the main attribute from being armor, uh, which is like 170 thousand armor you could have per piece. I was trying to get rid of two of them to have uh, a skill level. So that my banshee shot was better and my um, healing, my revive hive was better. So now my revive hive can revive, uh, revive me and muffins if we both go down near each other. But he was trying a new build that was not doing well. I actually had to throw my revive hive to him multiple times. And I'm like, what are you doing out here, man? Like, this is not cool. Like, I need that to survive. <laughs> I'm like, you need to stop. You need to stop going down so much, man. <laughs> But uh, the summit, the summit's pretty cool because like they changed it. I was it. snobby here. <laughs> well, well, he always gets on me for doing crappy damage, so I'm always like, yeah. But who survives? Who's here to pick? Who's who's here to survive all the bullets to pick your ass up so that you can keep kill things more? You know. But um, so they changed the summit like last week or the week before. It used to be you had to reach every ten levels or eleventh. Like if you're doing one to ten, you had to get to like like get to the start of level eleven to to have that be your finish point because if you only made it to level seven and then quit you'd have to go all the way back to level one mm -hmm. now they've stopped now it's like any level you can walk away you can run three four levels and walk away and then come back to it and pick up where you left off which is really nice um and so we've been doing that so um i think sunday we ran we ran 10 levels so we did we did on my first when we first did it i think like friday night we did one to 20 on my character and then he got to one to 20 on his and so we did 20 to 30 and then just took a break and you know i mean and, and this this it's really weird this this week's or this week's season uh the the bounty is not tough like you don't have to do a lot like we finished it in one night one playthrough you know doing all the bounties and the missions and killing the dude so but uh, other than that, trying to, it's crazy. Like uh, Hades, I've already rolled credits, but there's just so much more story in that game. Like so much more, like you're just playing it and you just, you're getting more and more, which is, which is great. I mean, I love that game. That game is GOAT. It's, it's, it's my game of the year. You know, y'all don't have to wait to see, watch the show to know that, but um uh it is a really good game the gameplay is really good and so now i'm trying to go back through and change the heat levels with the with different weapons and try and, and try and beat it to earn like all the extra 
I think what I really need to do is watch a video on how to really properly level your weapons the most efficient way to not just like waste Titan blood. So, um, and then I think that's going to be my next step. Um, and I thought I would not like the bow because, which was really funny because that was the first weapon I beat that I made an escape with and, and technically, you know, like we counted it as beating the game for our, for our, to do our show uh, for the um, <clears throat> game club game. And, uh, but then like, I never went back to it. And now I went back to it again. And I'm like, oh, it's like, it's so long to shoot the bow. It's so like, I'm so used to like having the, you know, the gun, there's a gun weapon. Even the um, spear weapon has a fast attack pace, but then it's like, it hits like a truck, you know? So it's just, it's got, you know, you get your pluses and minus. So it's kind of like the sniper rifle of, of the weapons, but yeah, once you get used to it, it, it it's a lot of fun and uh, reacclimate yourself with the weapons. Um, it, it's just so much fun. Just And like a run is like maybe 30 minutes. So, and I think I just, to be honest, I think with the bow, I got my fastest time, which was like 24 minutes. I was like, all right, I'm like, whatever. Just keep surprising me, Hades. Let's go. You know, <laughs> like, I'm like, this is going to be a crap run. Make it to the end. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this is going to take forever. Nope get there the fastest so it's like whatever let's go let's have a good time which i continue to have um and then yeah i think that's it oh i tried a little bit of the age of calamity demo i don't know i really i really god damn it nintendo why do you got to build the prequel to breath of the wild into a damn dynasty warriors game i just oh because muso's fun <laughs> don't, oh like, my I god hyrule warriors i loved that okay okay so it has been it's probably been i think if not the original dynasty warriors probably dynasty warriors 2 since i played a dynasty warriors game so that that is where we're at with my feelings towards dynasty warriors and i was like okay Nintendo's coming in to kind of make it a little bit more like Breath of the Wild as far as the world engagement and all that stuff. And they're going to have that combat. So I want to give it more time. So I'm going to play the, keep playing the demo. Um, but I did forget to mention Scourgebringer, which uh, dropped last Thursday, Jason, right? Mm -hmm. That game's awesome. I think it's a lot of fun. Like I played two minutes of the demo, closed the demo, Deleted the demo and immediately went to the store and bought the game. That's cool. how much I'm. That's how much I'm enjoying it. Uh, they did what Neuro Voider. Voider. Yeah, mm -hmm. was their previous game, which is actually a really cool game. But this game, it's fast paced. It's got like some really cool mechanics to it. So, um, yeah, it's it's definitely it, it and another roguelike, but not. I don't feel like Hades is frustrating as a roguelike. Uh, and neither is Scourgebringer. Like, because I feel like a lot of roguelike games or light games, like you just, you bang at your head against the wall and you're not feeling progression. But like, it's kind of like, I feel like with Scourgebringer, like um, Super Meat Boy, if, if I die, it's probably because I hit a wrong button, I moved wrong, or I dashed too early, or did, you know, it, it, I know it's like my fault. It's not the game is just built to be tough and to, to kill you. I mean, it's supposed to, but it's fair, you know, it's tough, but fair. So I feel like Hades and, and um, Scourgebringer are both, uh, they do an exceptional job in that department of being tough, but fair. So 
yeah, I highly recommend checking out the demo. It's got a free demo. Um, it's a lot of fun. The, the pixel art is really cool. I think the store, it's got a cool story. So check it out. I highly recommend it. That's on the Switch, by the way. If you didn't figure out, I've been playing a lot of Switch lately. But which but is it's nice. so convenient. It is. It is. I play it at lunch on work. Like I'm like, I can get a run in an hour. Let's go. Maybe I can get two. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. Yeah. Definitely a lot of fun. Jason, what have you been playing? So I took most of the advice last week because he took mine and bought Scourge Winger. I bought Super Epic. It's you play as a raccoon that rides a llama and you have a sword. I'm sold. I mean, I don't know what else you need. <laughs> right? And like, I'm not saying like you just ride the llama and then you're off. Like you're on the llama the entire time. Like the llama's just, it's kind of like if you were playing a mech game, but the llama's the mech and that's it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you have a forward attack, you have an uppercut and you have a downward smash. It's a platformer. It feels somewhat like Mega Man, where you find stuff as you go through. I haven't gotten to a boss yet. It's, it's very maze-like. Like there's a lot to cover, and um, but like I discovered the double jump. So then I had to. So it's a little Metroidvania in that you have to go backtrack to the spot where you're like, why can't I make this jump? Aha! Aha! Um, <laughs> I feel like, though, if I give it, like, a couple more hours, I'll probably be done. I don't see this game lasting long. Mm. But uh, it's fun. It was, and it was on sale. It was, I got it for eight. It was 50% off, I think, right now. I think you're right. Um, I'm working on my first re-review. I reviewed Cthulhu Saves Christmas last year on PC, and they've just announced the switch version so i contacted the developer which is z-boyd games the makers of cosmic star heroin and they threw me a code so it's again it's on the switch and it's just so easy you just grab the switch and play a little put it in rest mode and that's it you take a break it's it's so yeah. great mm -hmm. yeah. um that's a, it's a great turn-based rpg uh Little Chrono Trigger, a little. Um, <laughs> that is the only thing I play. Great dialogue. The dialogue's like. I used to be that way. The king. Yeah. Turn-based is king. Just saying. And now I and now I can't I can't deal with it. It's too slow. <laughs> the dialogue in that game is similar to, the Deadpool movies. The characters know. Like they interact with the narrator and like actually yell at the narrator or the narrator. Like if you're just idling, the narrator is like, are you going to go at some point? We need to progress the story. You uh, need to play Pyre. I'm still going to bug you to play I, Pyre. I, all right. I that own reminded it. me because the narrator hates you. I'll give you, you played <laughs> Remnant. I'll play Pyre. Okay. I'm not going to win on Persona, so we'll go with I mean, Pyre. it's a, it's a super win. massive game. I mean, did you play Bastion? Yeah, oh, I, we played them all. I, I okay, played so, fire. Well, I just skipped. I went back. I beat Bastion. I beat Hades. I just haven't done anything in the middle. Oh, you haven't played Transistor? No. I did not like Transistor. It's not for everybody. That one's not for everybody. Love Bastion. Loved Hades. So I'll probably. Yeah, Bastion. I, I think it was this one area where I was gone through, 
At first I got like hit by some, you know, needle spitter. I died, got me back down, and then I got knocked off by something else. It's like, dear God, then I got dropped back down again, and someone else knocked me off the other way, and the narrator said, sometimes you just don't have anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh. That's the Morgan, the Morgan Freeman of video game narrators. <laughs> yeah. I think Pyre's got the best one out of Supergiant's narrators, just because I love how much he's just like dripping with disdain. He's like, and the Nightwings win again. <laughs> freaking hates you it's great i love it and the other game i played was Watch Dogs legion yeah which is a lot a lot of fun it's got the ubisoft formula um i haven't had the bugs i hear people i'm pc apparently it's a mess it is like well okay master race my ass i now work at a pc site now and they raging about all the technical issues with Watch Dogs Legion. I'm just like, are you guys new here with Ubisoft and PC games? Like, I don't know why you guys are getting so mad. They don't make games for you. <laughs> so just like sit back, play something else and wait till the first 10 patches. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't had, uh, I have crashed once, but it's no different than any other PlayStation game. Um, my only gripe is the the voice acting feels like Horizon did. The person's definitely talking, but those words don't match their lips moving. And then you're mm. hearing those English and Cockney accents. You're like, hold on, we need subtitles. <laughs> I'm not following you. <laughs> I don't speak English, so I'm going to get the subtitles out. <laughs> I, I will admit, if... It was like memories of GTA London. I'm constantly getting in the car the wrong side. Uh -oh. I'm getting in on the left side and I have to constantly slide over and I'm just driving on the right side of the road. The cars are coming at me, which makes it difficult if you play to watch those games, you can take control of other vehicles and traffic and I'll do go right. And the cars are coming at me though. It's like, no, right was the wrong way. We got this. Just plow through them. <laughs> now, I think they did a great job with the whole play as anyone. It's um, it's a little more complex. I mean, when I first heard it, I was like, how are they going to pull this off? You recruit people, um, and it's not just tag someone and, oh, I'm going to play as them. Like, usually, like, they're indebted to the mob, and you clear their debt. And they're like, okay, I'll work with you. But everyone has, like, different talents, like um, – some might have clothing discounts for disguises or they can hack larger radius or um, you get a doctor and they can get into a hospital without being seen by security. It's a lot of fun. Um, like I said, follows the Ubisoft formula on your way to a mission. All of a sudden you're on the other side of the map and like, what was I doing? There, where, how did I get here? The problem with Ubisoft is that they give you this map that's all grayed out, and then as you move to it, things start popping up, and you're like, ooh, collectible side quests. I can't not look at them and not do them. Yeah. But it, it's a lot of fun. Um, I got, Jeff has been texting me because he took time off, and he's like 10 hours ahead of me. He goes, did you do this yet? Did you do this yet? I'm like, stop. Just stop. <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> 
<laughs> he's like, I'm 17 hours in. I'm like, I'm six. Stop. <laughs> no, but he's How having nice just for a, you. <laughs> he's having just as much of a blast as I am. Um, I think I'm further in the story than he is. He's closer to the platinum than I am. Um, it's uh, it's probably the easiest watch those platinum. Nice. So, if I don't beat it by PS5, it'll be the first title I guess I play on next gen. But I think I'm about halfway through the story. I should finish it. But it's a lot of fun. Despite all the PC rumblings. So if you want to play on console, it's not Ubisoft is not a PC game. They don't make PC games. They make poor as, ports. As like with, you know, Assassin's Creed Unity, I had zero problems with Assassin's Creed Unity on a PS4. And so when I put in my review and I gave a really high score, I was trashed, just trashed over it. Haven't you seen all this? No, I never saw any of that. I never had a game crash. I never had any of these issues. And then, you know, you find out that that glaring issue that they kept putting up was one type of uh, a graphics card was doing it, but all that's all it took was them getting the screenshot and they got passed around. And it's like, God, Ubisoft doesn't make games for you guys. They're an afterthought. <laughs> they make their games. Because usually you make games on the PC and then you move them over. Ubisoft don't do that way. <laughs> they do the yeah. reverse. Yeah, I mean, this game looks great on current gen and I'm on a, a launch PS4. Um, load times are actually really low. So I'm actually, PS5, I don't know how much it'll even improve but um, it'll be instant. Looks great, plays great. Little to no crash, I mean, one crash. Weird glitches, but it's an Ubisoft game, which you almost don't want them to fix it because you kind of like to see like a car sticking out of a building because you took the turn too quick. As someone who got like the creepy animal, like stretched out skinwalker looking things in AC Origins, sometimes you want them to fix it. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. I haven't seen that one. Oh, it was creepy. It was like alligators and antelopes stand up in like a T stance, but they're like stretched out and they almost look like demented stick figures. It was nasty. And then the Are you sure with that, no was, faces. that was a bug and not a feature? <laughs> I did have some bugs in both Origins and Odyssey, but I and I also pre-ordered Valhalla. I keep buying these games on launch, even though I know they're going to be a little messy because I enjoy the gameplay. Yeah. But yeah, my biggest problem. I was talking about this right before you joined um, in our little pre-show chit chat. My biggest problem when I played Origins and I did Platinum Origins was when you had to fight the elephants, which is like the hardest combat thing in the base game. Um, if there was like some tall grasses in the environment or something like that, and so you technically went into stealth or you, you went into cover for a second, as soon as the elephant lost sight of you, its health would go all the way back up, but yours would not, and you'd still not have what, whatever arrows or whatever you spent in the fight. So I was getting really frustrated. That, uh, no. Mm -mm. <laughs> yeah. Although now that I think about it, Odyssey kind of had the same thing with the mythological creatures, because like the Nemead lion was the hardest one out of all of them in my opinion and so i was trying to perch up and snipe him from above before i realized that doesn't count it doesn't count if you get him from above you actually have to face him head on like well what 
idiot in the right mind would face this lion head on. And I had gotten down to half health, but I needed to kind of tumble away to refill my health. And I went just outside of its zone, had to start the whole fight over. So pissed. Yeah, that kept happening to me with like even just the first one, which was like the boar or something. I forget exactly. Yeah, and yeah, it had all the yeah. little baby pigs. Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. <sighs> Fuck the baby pigs. All Fuck right. The baby pigs. <laughs> the, the, like, I would, it was, it was just going fine. Next thing I knew, was like, why am I flying in the air? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> little baby pigs. Pushed you into, like, the grass just outside the edge of the arena. Starts over. And I was like, no, stop. I just want to romance this woman who keeps giving me these quests. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, Odyssey has been really cursed for me, and it's not entirely Ubisoft's fault. The first one was, the second one wasn't. I liked the world of Odyssey better than the world of origins i like the mythology there um i like the improvements to the combat and gameplay they put in the game um but the when i was about 80 hours into my first playthrough of odyssey i had this like horrible horrible i don't even know what like my controller started shaking i thought it was gonna like break my ps4 there was like polygons coming out of people's heads and attaching them to the ground it was the freakiest shit I have ever seen and the game was moving at like two frames a second it was like jank i couldn't do anything none of the buttons worked. i literally had to do a hard shut off on my ps4 to make it stop so i stopped playing at that point and then i started it again this year and was enjoying it and i had gone but i like recouped like the first 20 hours of the game i started over again because it's been a while um and then my external hard drive crashed and it cried (laughs) (laughs) that one wasn't their fault um but yeah i had planned on doing multiple playthroughs of odyssey i was like well i started with um the girl i was like i want to do alexios next after playing for 150 hours before i got my platinum i was like you know what i'm good i'm good and she's canon too right alexios isn't canon as the protagonist i don't think i think that was like the quip like oh, I didn't know. I didn't know Cassandra was canon. I, I didn't know that. Technically canon, whereas now in Valhalla they've confirmed male, female. They're both canon. But I think for interesting. Odyssey, I think Cassandra was canon. But well, makes sense actually with the way that the story flows. Yes. So you got to do like Remnant, Michaela. You have to beat it in two sittings. There's not <laughs> a chance for a bug. <laughs> yeah, let me just beat an Assassin's Creed game in two sittings. Let's do it. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. I was 80 hours into Odyssey. Challenge was, like, accepted. Not even halfway through the story. <laughs> nope. Challenge accepted. I would die. I would actually keel over dead for the sake of video games. Suddenly you would understand how all of those uh, South Koreans die in those cafes. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be like, dude, take a break. I did wow is not that important. Launch, but I'm, I'm going to like do it healthy, you know? Well, the big one that's killing Demon's people so now is uh, as a uh, PUBG mobile in India. Wow. People Crazy. can't put their phones down and kid has died of a, a heart attack and somebody else died of a stroke because they've just been sitting there doing nothing but playing the game and not stopping to eat or sleep. I'm like, well, you got other issues. Can't really yeah. blame that on the game at that point. Nope. Blame it on Apple for taking Fortnite away. <laughs> there you go. Oh, whatever. 
god. That's been like my biggest train wreck. I've been following at daily esports. Uplifting. So, Nintendo had a direct randomly because that's how Nintendo rolls. They don't even say. announce this shit. No, they don't. Just, just a direct just happens. Because reasons. <laughs> um, so it was interesting and like Nintendo reasons. Control is a free download. Uh, wait for it. <laughs> like, when I saw that, I'm texting Moose. I'm like, wait, why is this free? But I look, yeah, free download. You could play 10 minutes and then you have to buy the pass. Oh, could have started that Nintendo, like your it's presentation. A, it's a demo. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's a demo or it's just a timer and then. No, but, but that essentially makes it a demo. I mean, yeah. the demos oh, yeah. back in the day used to be like just the first 10, 15 yeah. minutes of a game. Mm -hmm. So Nintendo is like getting into the streaming um, field. So this is the second game. The other one was, what was the other one? Control and uh, Hitman Three next year. Yeah, Hitman Three. <laughs> That'll um, be a cloud game. Yeah. So Control forty dollars. I guess Hitman is. Speaking of Hitman Three, if you want to play the v PSVR version, you need to own the PS4 copy. So if you buy the PS5 copy of Hitman 3, you cannot play VR on your PS4. You got that? Well, but that makes sense, though, because you can't go from new to old. You can go from old to new. Right, but if you buy the PS4 version, you'll get the upgraded version on PS5, and you can play the VR portion on 4. Okay. But the, ver like, so if you... I think if you buy the PS5 version, you can play it on PS4, the downgraded, but you can't use VR. Well, that still kind of makes sense to me. Going, I mean, it, going it, backwards it, is harder than going forwards. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it was very... It was very, I mean, it's not the same thing as playing a PS4 game on a PS5. You're trying to play like basically right. a PS5 style game on an older version. I think Sony just went about the Sony way of explaining something. Yeah. It's clearer the second time they say it, not the first. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then second we, or third. We spoke about Ubisoft. Apparently there's a list of Ubisoft games that do not work on PS5, suppose allegedly. No, they took that down. Oh, they did take it down? Yeah, they I did. They, they did say down. that that was uh yeah, they they're walking back that statement. Yeah. But also, it was some of the shittier Assassin's Creed games anyway. Yeah. People were like, oh, Origins Odyssey is not on this list? I don't care. Well, those are not the shittier ones, good no, sir. Yeah, no, no, I meant, I meant people saw that Origins and Odyssey were available. It was like, oh, it was all the Chronicle games. Yeah, like oh, the 2D well, side-scroller. Okay, nobody on. cares about those in the first place. <laughs> right, exa exactly. <laughs> But the internet has yeah. reasons to be mad, even if they don't care. Yeah, internet, internet. It's because internet. <laughs> because. It's because. Like reason. Because. Because and reason. Uh, was anything else announced at that Nintendo Direct? The only thing I cared about is really the default to Got a release yeah. date February 26th-ish. Dear Boots, I want to say. 
I've never played Bravely, but I like Octopath, so I'll give it a chance. Bravely was, I enjoyed Bravely when I played. I did I not. Think. Never played it, so. Well, when I got to, uh, the first time you have to start over and replay the whole thing, I was like, okay, let's see where this is going. But we have to do it, a, but then after that, they're like, you get to go do it like now a third time. I was like, oh no, I'm done. I am done. Screw you. This feels, everyone's like, oh, you should have continued because they really made a really good twist. No, it's not worth replaying <laughs> those levels over and over again for the same results, but different twist. Oh, couldn't, couldn't do it. But that's February, which is not occupied by Far Cry now, which was delayed. Possibly into 2020. And yeah, it's quarantine. Booted. Yeah. Yeah, Far Cry was delayed into the fiscal 2021 year. Well, so. you mean Cyberpunk will probably follow. <laughs> yes, uh, since our last episode, Cyberpunk was delayed 21 days, yeah. which might as well have been 2100 years because people, because the internet reasons. Death threats. They should have just done one big push. Like they should have given them some extra extra time there and like put it into the beginning of next year and just called it done. I, mean, I just can't. I can't believe in yet. I can that they were getting death threats over twenty one days. So Every my time. God, people. Every time. The the one running joke was, wait, the game went gold. You had to go platinum now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think most people knew what going gold meant anyway, but... Uh, I think No, I can tell they didn't by the number of articles I got to edit that were about what gone, what gone gold means. I'm like, are you kidding me at this point in time? But, okay, whatever. You just couldn't put this as a side note in another article about something going gold. We had to write a whole thing of what that means. How they got 300 words out of that is a mystery. Can be printed on a disc. Well, yeah, like yeah, pretty much. A couple, <laughs> I mean, a couple months back, I saw one of the bigger PlayStation websites. I won't name names, but they have one of the face buttons in their title. Had an article, a full-length article, how to take a screenshot on the PlayStation Four at this point in the life cycle. How to take a screenshot, and it was treated as like. Like someone who's never, like the PlayStation 4 is brand new. I'm like, we're waiting on the PS5. You. They, uh, they were doing some SEO searches and were like, man, people really looked for this like way back then. We need to get on that now. <laughs> I mean, at first I thought it was like, oh, maybe this is like a repost. Like people are picking up cheap PS4s because the PS5. No, it was dated like in 2020. Yeah. Sometimes you run out of ideas. True. There was no other big news this week. I don't, was there? Did I miss anything? Nintendo Direct. Delays. Delays. PlayStation app update. Yes, the PlayStation nice. app updated and it's exponentially better. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it even has more features when the PS5 launches. Apparently, you'll be able to control your storage. You delete games, save data. That'll be, uh, nice. That'll be nice. But yeah. you can't buy a theme? 
<laughs> See, he's just getting so greedy. <laughs> it's just entitled gamers. <laughs> no themes and no avatars. I'll put Tifa on my background at all times. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, it's like people that get upset every time, like, Nintendo does the friend codes. Do you expect them to do anything else at this point? I mean, it works it's for them. What, it's what, 20, it was 2017 when they launched the Switch, and it's like, you know, like online's been out console-wise really since, you know, what, 2006? When was it? Was that when the 360 came out? Sure. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Yes, because there. it was like seven years. It was like six to seven years. Like well, that. I mean, if we're going to go that route, we can get into about, you know, you technically really can't change your PSN name. You can, but you might lose stuff. Okay, so you technically really can't. <laughs> well, you can if you don't care. I uh, care. Some people, well, I mean, I'm not saying you don't. <laughs> I just know some people that have changed their names and they're just like, whatever. But uh, it's just like, you're, Nintendo's just getting into online service and, and you're like wondering like why they do a friends code. Like really? Here's, here's your friends list. You can't do anything with it except look at what your friends are playing. Yeah. So you're basically, it's a glorified stalking like list. Like you're just like, well, what, who's playing what? But, well, but so, then, so one thing I will say about the friends code, and I think Nintendo did have this in mind, is that now that I have kids that are old enough with the Switch, it is very nice that they can only friend by a friend by the friends code because yeah. I can control it. And it's not like they're Roblox and Fortnite accounts where they just, you know, all yeah. these strangers in there. So it's one thing I will say for the friend code. Uh, my own, I only wish you can edit your well, list yeah, I... name-wise. Like, because some people, three years later, I don't know what your gamer tag is. I don't remember, like, I want to know, like, I just want to put a, like, a note or something. Like, it's like, I'm looking through and I'm like, who is this? I don't even know who this is anymore. Who are you? You know? So, Yeah. It can, it, it can be frustrating. I mean, they, they definitely have ways to improve. Like, I mean, pretty much making their store more stable would probably be a huge improvement, you know? But um, I don't know. Well, they're, they they're, added, they're baby they steps added, for Nintendo when they're online. We finally got the wish list on the web browser version. So it only took three years. So yeah. be patient. We'll get another feature I know. in 2023. Yeah, like like themes, themes for the the background of your switch. Why do we not have themes? Why are you not like? I mean, I'm sure people would pay for that. You know, like get, yeah. I'd love to have a Zelda themed theme on my switch. I'd I'd pay money for that. Well, I mean, so you know, getting to you know things just catching up. So like, I have an iPhone. I've had one for a while, but I used to have Android, and with this latest update. With the iPhone, you can now search for emojis. Oh, you once had cool. Android, you could do that for years. Because <laughs> if Google knows how to do anything, it's how to make a search for something. But guess what the news would be? Apple invented the search for emojis. Because Apple yes. power users don't know that Android exists. Right. In right. their reality. Well, that's like the, when they were waterproof, when like Apple decided to go waterproof. It's like Android's been doing that for how long now, you know? But yeah, Apple's pretty much the Nintendo of, of cell phones. 
I can't disagree with that. Yeah. Well, but my kids have to have iPads for school and with well, an iPhone, at least I can do iMessages with them. I was going to say, it's probably easier for you to communicate with them with, mm -hmm. with that, especially because um, it's free for them if they don't have a number or an account. Exactly, right? like exactly. A, as long as yeah. iMessages, yeah. Yeah, because that, that's how my brother does it with my nieces. Like they have, they mm -hmm. have, and well, now they both have phones. So I, you know, because right. I couldn't, I was not able to text them when I moved to Android because they were on their iPods. Uh, and now that they have, now that they have actual phones, it's like, oh, hey, I can send you texts. <laughs> but, <clears throat> well, I mean, just some genius things that Apple has done. So uh, my husband is in the military and uh, they've used Apple for the last, like, I wanna say about three or four years for their, mm -hmm. their iPhones for the military. Well, their contract was up. And they were going to talk about renewing it. And Apple said, oh, but here's the thing. So you have to give us your JavaScript encryption. And then we will secure your phones for you. But you have to give us your encryption codes. And the military is like, no. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> like, just the fact that we've already caught you selling stuff to China. We're not giving you our encryption codes. Like yeah. you have to unlock the phones for us to use them for encryption. They're like, no, we're not going to do that. So they're like, we're going to shop elsewhere. And Samsung came knocking at the doors going, whatever you want to do to the phones, you can do. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So you're sure talking about how many millions of dollars Apple lost yeah. just for being their usual, like, we know what's best. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. People like living in their Walden gardens, which is all right. Although he says he misses like the iMessages with the kids. And yeah. he's like, but I have widgets back. It's like, I've missed my <laughs> widgets. I'm like, yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> widgets are fun. When your kids grow up, you can switch them to Androids too. And then, then everybody be back with the happy Android family. Uh. I don't know. It depends. Who's going to own us all first? Is it Apple, Google, Disney, or Amazon? It'll be Disney and Amazon for sure. They're on <laughs> us. They already do. Yeah. We I mean, that's a good point. Well, good point. I mean, Disney already does. Yeah. Mean. They own They own the media. They tell you. <laughs> they do own the media. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, back to uh, Jay, I know you were getting ready to wrap. There was some tidbits last week of news for FromSoft fans. And I, Moose, I don't know how much of this you saw. So um, they did recently release the new update in Sekiro with like the, the boss, boss rush stuff. And then the FromSoft Twitter in the second like tweet of a thread was also like, oh, by the way, we acknowledge that Elden Ring still exists. We hope you're excited about our new, our new as you know, uh, we're, we hope, you we hope you're excited to, to look forward says. to our game. Yeah, yeah. In, just, in other news, Sony announced today that video games exist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's pretty much what it is. Like yeah, it's just that's what they did. They're like, we didn't talk about this all year, but by the way, it still exists. It's there. Mm, um, mm. But the the better news, other than that weird, weird subtweet. <laughs> from the FromSoft account was they did finally give us some details beyond just the gameplay footage we've seen for Demon Souls and they confirmed that they're leaving world tendency intact. So, um, although they've said that it's now gonna be easier to, to see what's 
your your state is in for each world and you can like switch characters or you can do mirror modes and like flip the levels and stuff like that when you're in the nexus um they gave they gave a bunch of details like that they showed further like gameplay as well for certain bosses um and stuff like that they also gave a lot of like really cool details about how they're changing some of the weapon animations, but not the time it takes for the weapon animation so that they can differentiate more between different weapons that are the same class that traditionally had the same moveset, but it'll take the same amount of time to complete the new like actions. So it won't throw off players uh, if they're really used to stuff. They confirmed that there's like a photo mode and you can play the whole game with a filter on it that makes it look like the grimy green of the PS3 version if you're really butthurt about the fact that the game's pretty now. Um, nice. <laughs> um, trying to think, there was some other there stuff. Probably is one person out there who really is. There are some. Yeah. They're like, this Game is must this look like ugly. no film and grime on it. And I'm like, oh no, you can see what you're doing. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You can play the with basically with like a grain over it if you want. Um, and you can change like you can do. You can even they. So what they did. This is what it was you can change the camera to the version that they've put in now, or you can revert it back to the old janky camera that would get stuck on stuff. They put that in there for the people who are, again, those butthurt, like, no, you can't fix it. And they're actually also, they're fixing some, but intentionally leaving other bugs in there that are like meme-worthy from the original game. So they are intentionally leaving some bugs in there for, for OG fans as Easter nice. eggs. No, I demand to get to 2% health and the camera bug out and I die. I want this. <laughs> Give Only me from soft fans. Only from soft fans are like, yeah. no, I want it to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, okay, sure. Make it hurt. You, you could go do you over here. We'll oh, and, and the, other, the other useless news was Insomniac confirmed that Ratchet and Clank is PS5 exclusive. I don't know why we needed that um, to be confirmed, but it was well. I think well. He, I think the reason that they did that was like I think any gamer who knows anything about games knows that those load times are not going to be a comp. You can't do that on PS4. So we know it's not coming to PS4. But anybody out there looking at the game is like, oh, but Spider Man came out on yeah, PS4. Yeah, I know, I know. And Horizon's yeah. coming to PS4. So they're right. I, I know. I know what you're saying, Jason. But it's just yeah. like it's those average gamers. Well, maybe not average gamers, but, but the moms of the world and the dads of the world who don't play games and they're just like, I'm trying to buy something for my kid, you know. And so they're just like, just so you know, you don't get upset. It will not be on PS4. Before they buy a Series One X instead of a oh my god <laughs> sales what were sales were up like what it was nine hundred percent it was nine hundred percent oh my gosh people who are buying the Xbox Ones on Amazon <laughs> yeah it's the it yeah. went from the sales number was two hundred and it went to number four I think at some right, point the next day. Which just shows you that y'all's naming system sucks if yeah. if it's very easy for people to get confused between Xbox One X and Xbox Series X. I'm sorry, that sucks. It's the same thing that people had issues with the Wii and the Wii U. A lot of people did not understand that the Wii U was something separate. Different, yeah. I mean, Sony's boring, but it makes sense. PS1, I, two, I never question which three, one is next. Four. I always know. Exactly. <laughs> 
I mean, exactly. I mean, just to go from Xbox to Xbox 360 to Xbox One to Xbox Series X, do you guys even know what you're doing? Or do you just like the sound of X, XX, because it's extreme? They're, they're like that. They're like the little kid who gets a hamster and names it something, and then two months later, I don't like this name. You can't rename it at this point. <laughs> what do you think? You can't rename a pet. That's not his name anymore. <laughs> they should have kept uh, Xbox One as their project code name. Should have left it at Scorpio. That would have been cool. Better than yeah, Xbox One. Right? I think project it would have been Scarlet. Cool. Scarlet. Yeah, Project Scarlet would be cool. I mean, Except sure. That's, like, not their color. <laughs> yeah. It'd be confusing if you didn't know. It's like, oh, which one's better, Scorpio or Scarlet? But at least it's not accidentally ordered. Like, at least people mm -hmm. would think to ask first. Yeah. Which one? Not, oh, it's the One S. Instead of Wait, that little the badge, S? yeah. Instead of that little Xbox Series X badge they're putting on games and stuff on the box for the Series X, they should just put the new one, just like yeah. big letters across. Yeah, them. yeah, the new system. Well, why and haven't then, they just then, adopted Next Box? I mean, at this point, just do it. <laughs> Next Box. There you go. I mean, that's that's good. that's better than. So on this podcast, I've mentioned a couple times that I've played some games on my ex's Xbox. So we already have the Xbox. The X. The X's the box. X, the X, the X box. The next box. The bigger next box. I mean, just how confusing is that? Like, you have like an Xbox, Xbox 360, and Xbox One. Which one is that? It's the Xbox One. Well, I thought that was the Xbox One. No, that's the Xbox. This is the Xbox One. I mean, come on. Even Apple got the naming. It, I mean, they skipped numbers along the way, but they at least how to can... count, but yeah. Well, so I mean, did I... Windows. I mean, <laughs> there was no nine. Well, Windows went three point one, ninety five, Vista, Millennium. <laughs> hey, at least you knew for sure that each one was a different thing, and you could kind of tell in order, at least like with the dates. And even parents, never mind figuring out Xbox One to Xbox Series X parents or casual gamers figuring out the difference between a Series X and a Series S and parents who are just like, I'll buy the cheaper one because that's the cheaper one. Right. And that's probably fine for most kids, but some kids are going to be like 18 year old and be like, mom, yeah. no, you got the wrong one. Well, not even, but what about the people who buy the discless and buy them 10 yeah. games? And it's like, oh, <laughs> I can't Although put this holiday season, that shouldn't be a huge problem because they put a big choke on the discless version. Um, yeah. They produced more of the disc version. I didn't have, I, yeah. So when I ordered mine, I didn't even have an option to choose. Yeah. The the disc list, I'm sorry, ever since we did our yep. podcast and called it the dick. <laughs> yep. The dickless one. <laughs> right. Um, they also make more money, probably, off of the full dick one because <laughs> they get cost. Oh. Why don't we just go with digital and <laughs> the digital and disc? Digital and disc. Now I can't hear it, unhear it though. Ever since we did that episode, it haunts me in my sleep. Um, but yeah, they're gonna. They probably take a slight, not a huge difference. They probably take slightly more of a loss on the digital edition one because they are selling it for a hundred dollars less, and I don't think an optical drive costs a full hundred dollars. So they probably up to manufacturing based on demand. I no. think most people, a lot of people are looking at, um, I've got all these physical games that I want to play on my next gen console. Um, and then they also probably make a slightly better profit. 
Well, nobody holds a candle to PC, though. They have all those numbers after their cards for non-PC gamers. It's like, wait, what card do I need to buy? Wait, this one's better? Yeah. It's just so easy. Go to the store. What's better, the PlayStation 4 or the 5? I would guess the 5. Okay. <laughs> Sold. And if you I mean, buy the 4, and it, it, like, I mean. And that's one reason why I've never really gotten into PC gaming. I mean, I know now you can use controllers, but I always said my reasoning yeah. was because I was never one with the WASD. Well, I know now you can use controllers yeah. and all that. Yeah. But I don't want to stress over whether my computer can run something. Right. Mm-hmm. That's see. That's what's great about consoles is you exactly. just buy a console exactly. and you buy a game. You don't have to sit there and go, oh, "Is it going to run Cyberpunk 2077?" No. If you pick up a PlayStation Five version of the game, it'll run it. Pick up a PS4 version of the game, it'll run it. Like it's, yeah. It. Although it's definitely like the the, the spectrum has gotten more narrow now. You know what I mean with like. Uh, not having to worry about that it's become more accessible i should say to be a pc gamer so um it's just yeah it's like if i, I build a pc i'm gonna be playing world of warcraft and some some indies and that's about- i i get it the technical reviews from these guys uh, and they're going through with the specs and the different settings that they did i'm like i'm glazing over i'm just assuming this is all accurate because whatever mm-hmm yeah. And then if something goes wrong, you you also need to be your own IT department and fix it. No thanks. Right. What setting did I possibly do <laughs> that broke this two, one little thing? To start, press any key. Where's the any key? Are my drivers updated? Yeah, just no. I just want to. Oh, you know what? Skin. You know what it was? It was it was Microsoft updating. That's what it was. <laughs> like it just screwed your every like every other week. Like we just Microsoft updated updates. the new version of Direct of DirectX, and guess what? It's not compatible <laughs> with your game. Your whole rig is useless now. It's just and it's more expensive. Console gaming, like, sure, it's not quite as powerful, but it works. It's all that yeah. matters. It, it still works. Looks, still looks pretty. Most people, like a lot of people, getting next gen consoles. A lot of people probably don't even own 4K TVs. It doesn't yeah. matter. They're going to play the games. I would, you know, I do not have a 4K TV and I would have had a PS5. I but, don't either. Yeah. Really? So, I mean, it's not a, it's not a, you know, I although, mean, I do need to get a 4K TV, <laughs> but you know. Although if our current TV breaks on the, on the move to the new house, I mean. Oh, darn. Look at what the movers this, did. He's, he's, Jason's going to be t- taking <laughs> the mover into like the corner living room. Listen, if you drop that TV right there, I'll spot you 50 bucks. <laughs> no, we can move the TV for you. No, no, no. I, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we've been talking for a while. Kerry, where can we find you? If you'd like to share, or at least your podcast, so people can search for the wonderful uh, Warhammer 40k podcast. Yeah, I'll share the podcast because I'm not really writing very many places, uh, video games anymore. But um, yeah, so you can find our Warhammer podcast at wh40kbookclub.com, where we read a new book uh, every two weeks. And of course, and we also have a Patreon. Where are we? So we basically we are podcasting every week, just one week for Patreon, one week for for the book and actually this past weekend i went out to the citadel in grapevine and picked out 
two more books. And I walk in, they're like, hi, Carrie. Here you go. <laughs> like, thank you. All right. Well, you need, you need. Huh? Stop. <laughs> Moose, take us out. Bye. Story Route Zero, we have some cool friends who do some cool things, and I'd like to tell you about them. Phoenix Overdrive uses the power of games and gamers to help heal sick kids through the charity Extra Life. Phoenix Overdrive fundraises for Children's Miracle Network hospitals all year, every year, and the fun culminates in a 24-hour gaming marathon. Find out more about their events and projects online via Facebook at facebook.com slash phoenixoverdrive or on Twitter and Instagram at phx underscore overdrive. You can also join the Facebook group of Pawn Stars at facebook.com slash groups slash nation in order to share and discuss all the latest in nerd culture. They've also got a podcast, Nerd Overdrive, which you can see weekly at youtube.com slash phoenixoverdrive. You can also catch it on Facebook Live or twitch.tv slash phx underscore overdrive. That podcast is also published on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Stitcher. You want merch? They got merch. Merch can be ordered from tinyurl.com slash phxodmerch, a portion of which goes to their fundraising efforts. Join the nation and be a hero to sick kids as El Capitan Rey Osorio, Lee the Maestro, and Becky, the lovely queen of the guild, always say, hashtag rise above. Thank you for listening to Story Route Zero. We hope you have enjoyed your time here as much as we've enjoyed having you. Once again, questions, concerns, complaints, pictures of pets, or favorite recipes can be sent to storyroutezero at gmail.com. You can yell at us on Twitter at storyroutezero. Rate us and review us on iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you may have found us as it helps with discoverability. If you'd like to hit us up individually, you can find Moose Cool at Sven, that's S-V-H-E-N-N on Twitter, PSN, Instagram, and of course, Twitch, streaming games. You can find Jason Marshall writing at obelisk.co. You can also find him on Twitter, at GimpyJ, with two Ys at the end, as well as PSN, Instagram, and Twitch. He also has his own website, whereisthepausebutton.com. You can find Michaela Crescione doing all sorts of writing at obelisk.co, as well as on Twitter, at redxmod. My name is Matthew Keel. You can find me everywhere I'd like to be, at infinite underscore rewind. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. That's Twitch. That's PSN. And I also have my own website, infiniterewind.com. Be sure to check us out at all the places. You are always welcome, and you will always have a seat waiting for you on this ride. Thank you for listening, but for now, it's back to the real world for us. So we will see you on the next one.